So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. We want from um, people is to stick in there with the marriage. But the marriage has to come first. And the marriage is going to come before those children. Children should never come before a man and his wife. And what about that hierarchy, though? Doesn't that make the woman less valuable if the man is first? How? How? When when God God has created this hierarchy. Mm -hmm. So if you have faith and you believe... If, and this is how it is. How is that? But but high, but less valuable. Yeah, but less valuable. <laughs> less valuable. Again, if I'm doing what God told me to do, I'm treating her like the queen she is. Exactly. I'm giving her yes. everything that I can give her. <laughs> I'm. She ain't worrying about nothing in life. She ain't worrying about nobody uh, hurting her or harming her because the harm gonna come to me first. Welcome to Hardly Initiated, where real men talk real shit. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, joined here for another very special episode with my co-host, Ryan Ketchins. It's going to be a lot of learning, a lot of learning this episode. <sighs> oh my goodness. <laughs> We're going deep, deep work. We've got 36 years of experience on the platform, y'all. The authors of Surviving Marriage have joined us on Hardly Initiated, here today, I'm joined here with Rufus and Jenny. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. What's Ooh, up, man? Thanks so much for having us. He gave us 36. Hmm? Wasn't Even though we've known, known each other 36, but we've been married 33. 33, oh. okay. Yeah. Well, it feel like 36, I'm going with his 36. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I would say 36 years, whether married or not, being with somebody and learning them, Figuring them out, working it out with them, day, growing with them. Day after day after day. Why y'all think we called the book day. Surviving Marriage? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, when, people first, when we first said Surviving Marriage, people was like, yeah, um, why gotta survive? are you surviving? Because yeah, I survived. Right. I, and, and I always say, well, I can show you some ones that didn't. Mm. Oh, oh. It, first of all, it's a lot of them that didn't. The first oh, thing what? I thought about when I thought about Surviving Marriage was that Surviving R. Kelly. That's the first thing. Yeah. I don't even tell hey. you they got that from us. I don't even tell you they got that from us. Survive Man so was far, out before any exactly. surviving you exactly. see anything. So far, oh, yeah. I had to do no y'all. cease and desist letters, but, but folks need to be careful right. what they survive. Well, they need to say where they got surviving <laughs> from. That's what they need to do. So let's so let, let's talk about it. Because let me tell y'all, it was getting so spicy before the show. I literally had to stop the conversation <laughs> so we can go into the podcast and I wish I could have saw it, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get back to that spiciness the best way I can, because we got all these conversations happening nowadays about gender roles and the man and the woman and who was all doing this. And y'all got 36 years in the game. And let me ask you specifically, right? Is there anything? And let me go here. I'm gonna start with my brother over there. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Watch out now. 36 years of experience in the game. Is there anything that you Expected when you first started marriage, or now <laughs> from specifically that? No, 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 no. I didn't get it. I can ask some expectations. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I mean specifically <laughs> for your woman. Is there any specific role that you expected your woman to play in your relationship? And did it change based on what you expected after going 36 years in the game? Did you see coming to America? Yeah. Next yeah. Year? <laughs> that what I want. That ain't what you that got. That's what I want. <laughs> that ain't what you that got. That show ain't what I got. Mm-mm. Hey, we got to put that coming to America clip in there. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, we do. We got to put that. Okay. So, so 100, I, I, I had expectations that, you know, I grew up with my grandmother and grandfather. Look, older people, it's totally different from what, what y'all, what, look, what, what y'all getting is different imagine. from what we got. Yeah. Right. So when I was growing up, I saw my my mother was my father said they cooked me some breakfast. He he got some breakfast. My grand my uh, grandma my uh, grandmama told my granddaddy go out there and um go do go get the eggs from the hens. He went out there and got the eggs from the hens. I got with her. I said, hey, I just wanted a 
Can you give? Can can I have a donut or something? Can, can you can get it yourself? Is your hands so broke? Kind of get Brother? it myself. Who taught you that? Is your hands that ain't broke. what I saw yeah, growing Mary up. Mary Jennings taught me that. That's it. Excuse me. <laughs> I was so raised yeah, in the I was expecting something <laughs> different, way different. So then, why did you accept that? Like, if that, if if you saw that growing <laughs> up, and that's not what you was used to, and I'm obviously that's not what you had liked, because you you probably that probably gave you some issues. Why did you still? decide to accept that and grow with it because i studied a little bit what we was talking about earlier mm -hmm. you know uh learning reading learning what my role was my role our roles as human beings we can learn from i know growing up that i can learn from anybody anybody can learn from me so and i had to accept her where she was See, again, one of the biggest things that I think is our expectations going into a marriage, because I would say relationship, but I'm going to say into a marriage. Our expectations is, is one of the biggest problems with that relationship because you got to meet somebody where they're at. So I think in the beginning, I didn't meet her where she was at. We had problems. Bro, almost divorced about eight times. Eight, huh? eight. Why does it like increase that? like every well, four, interview? Seven. Yeah, we went we was four, and that's like eight. Okay. I was ready to go. That's all I'm saying. And I was ready so, for you to go. You so, to take your PlayStation and carry so on. So I knew, I knew what I learned or what I saw, what I thought I wanted was wrong. Or we, I'm finna get a divorce. That's my, the bottom line was I finna get divorced. So I started. Uh, I learned to meet her where she was. So if she wasn't there yet, I just moved on. I was cool with myself. Bigger one of the other big things that we tell people uh, when we uh, do uh, marriage counseling and premarital counseling is be cool with yourself. If you finna get into a marriage, please make sure you cool with yourself first. Because if you ain't cool with yourself, that you're gonna have all kind of problems in that in that relationship. What so, do you mean when you say cool with yourself? What does that mean? That I, secure in who that, you are. That means I didn't need her to be who I wanted her to be. I was cool with me. So if she wasn't down with what I was trying to do or what I was doing, I was cool with that. Mm -hmm. I just got cool with me. And then as long as I can, as long as I could, um, I was, I, as long as I could be me and do what I do, like, I like playing uh, PlayStation, right? I get on my PlayStation, she doing her thing. I don't have to keep bothering her. I can go and be by myself and be okay. A lot of people, even some of the older generation, they couldn't, they were so... Um, Codependent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That that when when someone grows, when you grow, when they, they say grow apart. I don't really feel it's grow apart. Like, if we're learning as we're going through life, everybody better grow. Your marriage better grow. Or you're going to be stuck somewhere. Right, and then if the other person grow and you don't, you stuck. So I was okay with me. Jenny, let me let me ask you this because uh, Rufus he, he mentioned that he had to meet you where you was at. Mm -hmm. So I want to get an idea of what that looked like. So you you also mentioned that you were raised independent, very independent. Well, what, even what, though what even mean? though we're both from two parent households, so okay. our parents were married. His parents. Uh, he just lost his father in November. Their parents married 54 years up until his dad passed. My parents were married 32 years up until my dad passed first. So two-parent household, but my mom, strong black woman, strong black woman. I'm the youngest of three girls, raised very independent, always have your own money, you know, pay your own bills, have a car up under you, you know, have somewhere to go and different things, all those things, even though she's a married woman. She's a married woman. She always told me to have this and don't be dependent on a man. But I was also told, don't bring no babies to my house, get married. Mm. So I had that cohesiveness as far as this is how you're going to be independently, but you're not going to be dependent. Yeah, so you were trying to be independent in a relationship, though. Excuse me. So he enhanced me, you know, but he didn't necessarily, you know, smother me. Like our marriage coming together was an enhancement. And that was also something morally as how we wanted to, because we never lived together. First day we got married was the day we got in our apartment. Oh, wow. We never lived together. Well, I told her she, she wasn't moving in with me unless she was, man. Unless she, uh, I, well, Beyonce better put, I, I, I put a ring on it first. So that whole situation was an acclimation of learning each other. 
literally, and a lot, a lot of people, again, they jump, they, they, before marriage, they live together, right? And then they don't like each other and they say, well, shoot, I don't, I don't know if we, I don't know if we need to get married, right? But Adam, I'm, I'm going to just go back to the beginning. When God created Adam and, and, and his wife, they just had to live together. <laughs> Literally, they, they didn't exactly. get to know each they other. Just, they were, he, he, he made, he created Adam and he created his wife. And then, yeah, yeah, y'all have a wife now. Exactly, and they had to work it out. So they had to work, had to it, work out. it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so, so uh, do wow. you suggest that though? Like, if you, do you suggest people jumping to the unexpected? Of going ahead and living with you, because I know it's some very unique things you find out when you actually live with some somebody. Lord. And if they didn't, <laughs> and I, I can probably make a strong case and say, if y'all didn't, if y'all don't like each other living together before marriage, you're gonna probably not like them afterwards. I don't think marriage changes. You just all of a sudden liking somebody because of the ceremony. But do you suggest that somebody goes ahead and wait until marriage to actually go about moving in? I suggest you ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah, before you, you do close that door, you do that, and that's we, what we I have, suggest. We have found that people have spent years, like they make the decision to live together, and then they have spent years thinking they know living each other. with somebody else's spouse because they don't end up getting married. Well, that's true too, but they also take so many years um, living together, and you still do not know when you get married. Literally, I believe, because I believe that God created marriage as a test. See, so I don't believe that um, we can play married and all yeah. of that other good stuff. Yeah. I believe we have to be it's, married before the real test come. Because I believe marriage is from and God. It's, and it's actually playing house because if you are living together and you're not working towards marriage, what are you really doing? Right. What you're are you doing? Exactly. You're just kind of existing, right? right? And there's a lot of people that get comfortable in those situations, and then they wake up and they've lost themselves because they're like, child, this dude still ain't asked me to marry him. And you're here. But why are you there? Because you thought that was the goal and there was never any agreement. And now you've wasted three, four years of your life and there's no end goal. So I want to stick on this, this, uh, like the religion, relationship kind of space. So... As far as you guys study and what you practice, what is the recommended hierarchy or structure of a relationship? God, husband, wife, children. So all those those memes or videos and different things that you see time and time again, like who gets served first, who gets the plate first? If you go by what God intended it to be, a woman is going to serve her man. Her mate, he's going to get served. He's going to get fed. Those kids can wait. They'll mm. be there. Those kids can wait. How many households bring the kids in so they can eat? You get a big piece of chicken. Yeah. I mean, another big mistake, I think, in parenting is um, putting the kids first like that. You have to put, number one, each other first. And if you're going to follow that structure with God, and if your, if your man is not following God, you shouldn't be following him. Mm. That's the bottom line. That, that's and that's a, in any religion. That's another, that's another that's huge one. Trust me, because, you know, in our work with, you know, Jewish people in Judaism, they are really strict about that. Like, they, the whole community because what comes you, against. I don't see that in Christianity if, a lot. Like, if the man isn't doing what they're supposed to do, you know, Christians come against him and different things. I don't see that a lot. But in Judaism and a lot of times in Islam, I mean, the whole community will come and say like you know, hey, yeah. hey you know what you doing here? A lot here? more chill, <laughs> <laughs> a lot more tolerant. <laughs> yeah, you know the, the Jews will be like, hey, I you might know. pray, I might not. Yeah, right. I might go to church, Christian I might not. Like, like you, you make it what you want to make. Right. It. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do this thing, I'm about to support you. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, Jews like you know you got to step it up. You know what's going on? You can't be treating her like that. She deserves to be you know treated a certain way. She diver- deserves provision. You know, take care of these kids. What are going on? They will, they will, Jews will come to the table. The whole family, the synagogue, you know, Again, everybody. If, if, if you're putting each other first, when those kids do finally leave and they're going to stop listening to you and they're going to start doing what they want to do anyway, if you're putting each other first, you're in a good space when those children do leave. If you are putting everything that them kids, what the, the kids did, the kids want this, the kids that, the kids that, and that mate is, is the second in line, when them kids leave, yep. 
It's all yeah. kind of problems. Yeah, and we can speak from experience on that. But first of all, we're empty nesters. So, I mean, our children have been gone since uh, 2011. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we're empty nesters. But not only that, in our marriage work, we have several people that have come to us that have been 20 years married. You know, children are going off to college and different things. They've lost themselves in their marriages. And now they're ready to give up on their marriage. Because they, they don't know each other. And until the kids left, all of that good stuff. So what, what we want from um, people is to stick in there with the marriage. But the marriage has to come first. And the marriage is going to come before those children. Children should never come before a man and his wife. Exactly. And what about that hierarchy, though? It, doesn't that make the woman less valuable if the man is first? How? How? When, when God, God has created this hierarchy. Mm -hmm. So if you have faith and you believe... If, and this is how it is. How is that? But but how, but less valuable. Uh, yeah, but less valuable. <laughs> less valuable. Again, if I'm doing what God told me to do, I'm treating her like the queen she is. Exactly. I'm giving her yes. everything that I can give her. <laughs> I'm. She ain't worrying about nothing in life. She ain't worrying about nobody uh, hurting her or harming her because the harm gonna come to me first. So that protection and everything that she's getting, she's getting, yeah. shoot, she got it way better than me, if you it's, ask me. It's tasks for the male to protect and provide. I don't worry about protection. I don't pay no bills. Somebody might have a problem with that. Shoot, she ain't paid pay no, no bills. bills. Let me see, 1939. Stop it, I wasn't well, even okay, born well, here. So you don't, pay, you don't pay any bills? I don't pay any bills. Sure, no. Is, is that where, every, would you advise every couple to have a goal to get to that point? It depends on the couple's situation. But see, so it, we it know this new, this new day stuff. Exactly. We ain't heard all the 50-50 conversations. Okay. okay? okay. So I'm getting tired of the 50-50. We understand that. But my <laughs> thing is, here we go with having the double standard. You want it both ways, right? You don't want to be see, looked this at. Feminine, feminine, yeah, feminine you stuff. don't want the hierarchy, hierarchy because it makes you look like you don't matter. Okay. But then you want to be taken care of. So, I mean, what is it? What do you really, really want? <laughs> now, some don't you mind know, do doing you, the man. Do, you know, they, they think they, some think they is the name of the some, man. Some do take very, you know, very much so pride in being this strong, independent You can still figure. be that's that. Not the, Nobody that's would right. ever tell me or look at me or, especially who knows me. You can be that within the structure. That, exactly. She is that. Within I am, the structure. I am all that. Huh? You know, well, as can far you calm as, some of that down, it, please? It, as far <laughs> as that's concerned, no one would ever tell me that I'm less than him, that I am a maid servant or anything like that. 30 some years Shoot, of marriage. I won't tell him that. 30 some years of marriage. I've never lost myself in who I am because he's always allowed me to be me. He's allowed me to show up as who I am. And she allowed me to be me. So again, yeah. that when now, I see, hear the, the male female thing, yeah. I'm a man. And if you if, if you're married to a narcissist, that might be a problem. You know, if you're married to someone you're in competition with, because you we we've counseled a lot of couples. If you're married who to someone who we don't understand what marriage is. If you're married to someone who doesn't support you, your goals, dreams, aspirations, and all of that good type of stuff, that might be problematic. We don't have those issues. And that's what I mean by being okay with yourself. I'm okay with me. So when she want to do all of those things, I don't need her to, well, fix my dinner. I can go fix my own dinner. My mama taught me how to cook. Yeah, he don't was need a, nobody cooking He was for actually me. a chef in the military, so he cooks mm. a little bit better than me. So, so I'm, I'm curious bit. about this. When it comes to, you said that you were the quintessential independent women, woman. Mm -hmm. And you know, especially because of our history in particular, our community has produced a lot of independent women. <laughs> so Whole song about it. You had to go about meeting her where she was, but did you as a person also had to, had to figure out how to kind of gear back on that? Or was that persona, you know, did it, did it end up working well into the marriage or did it end up kind of causing more friction than good? I was raised as an independent woman, but don't forget the other side of it. My mama said, don't bring no babies to my house. So that always meant that I was going to be in a relationship, in a marriage. The nurturing was always... Where did you get that out of that? The nurturing... I cannot talk. The nurturing was always inside of me. Always. 
I knew how to treat him. He didn't like when we first got married how strong I was. I'm about to say, you treated who? How strong I was as far as I always had my own opinion. You know, I never bit my tongue as some people do. I wish you would have. I always spoke my mind. You know, as far as anything was concerned, he might have had a little bit of problem with that part. Little, but the the girl, please. But the nurturing part, as far as a female, that was always inside of me. You can be both. I just don't. I just think that some people may not know how to dial it down. Well, I, well you you it's could a you could. Be, I, let me ask you: You could be both, but should you be both? You need to be both. You've got to be both. You need to be both because you're saying that there's a lot of strong, independent women out there. Okay. So how do you, I don't even want to say it like this, but how do you dial in that man? How do you tune into that man? We ain't going to arm If you are on 10 all the time, strong and independent. We ain't bumping chest up in there. The masculine and the feminine attract. Got to calm it down. Exactly. So how do you tune into that man? You got to bring it down. There's another side of you, and I don't think anybody is on 10 all the time. I hope not. I was going to say some names right thinking, here, but I ain't going to say that. But I don't, think, 10, I, don't nobody, I don't think nobody is that strong and pin, independent all the time. See, because they don't, talk, they don't talk about the times that they crying on their pillow. You may not hear about those times. I, that, I agree with that. Rufus, let me, mm. let me ask you this, because, you know, you in a situation where you in a marriage with this woman and things are not, you know, exactly how you would like them. Would you advise a man to stick around in that situation and to continue to pursue that relationship? Looking back on it, or would you say, hey, maybe you should just go find another woman? Oh, no, no. I tell people now, if in the marriage you're not creating any major sins, stick in there. Mm. I stuck in there. If I would not be here now if I didn't stick in there. And so I know those hurdles that we have to get over with learning each other, I know those hurdles that we have to get over in order to make it to 20, 25, 30 years. So if you don't, if you don't, we're going to, the divorce rate is up because of people who didn't stick in there, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not, I, it, it, because I'm telling you, it's going to be major sins because they always say we grew apart. Right. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, in our 30 some years of marriage, I mean, we're not dealing with any infidelity, you know, we're not dealing with any abuse. But understand what grew apart means. That would though. be that. I mean, seriously, if this dude put his hands on me, that's seriously be the time I catch a case. Like for real. <laughs> if I ain't nobody catch catching no case up in here. No, Hold like up. if I ain't catch a case Hold no up, other time, up. no other time. I'm telling you, I was raised strong and independent. You ain't got to be all swelled it up though. Yeah, I'd be like, if my daddy didn't even yell at me. Okay, so get, you putting your hands on me? Oh no, it's it's, hey, it's a problem. Hey, but if, if something else about religion that struck me. A man should not be hitting a woman, especially in her face. That's one of the a big no's that, because God already know you have more strength than them in the first place. So here you go, because when you we get upset. But then if, if we go back to religion, God says control your anger. And that's the reason why. Because we, we're, not, we're not supposed to be sitting up fighting each other in these relationships. Yeah, and how is that progress? So we have to go back to the basis as far as marriage was concerned. Mm-hmm. Marriage was created by God, Adam and Eve. A lot of people forget a, that. A lot because of people communicate that it's they, a government construct. They think, they think it's a government construct because they're not talking about religion. They government wanna, they government take religion, didn't exist before God. Exactly. They want to take religion out of the conversation when religion is solely in the conversation because you, marriage was created by God. You can't take from God what he created. That's period. That you can't he, take yourself from God. Right. You're still so, created. So if you go back to the reason why marriage was created in the first place, it was for a mission. And a lot of marriages today from a lot of couples that we counsel they don't have a mission. What is the mission? There's no mission. Do in we marriage. understand what marriage is? Marriage, <laughs> marriage is not only. It's, uh, for me, it's the biggest test of our life, right? For me, marriage is it's half our the faith. biggest test <laughs> of anybody's Amen. life. If you can get along Ooh. with two people in one room, in thirty Oh years. my goodness, yeah, you're done. doing really, you're doing, you're doing really good. We'd have been but, tested. But marriage, <laughs> marriage is, it's a growth. It's, it's first and foremost worship. He wants us to worship him, whether whatever your belief system is, he wants us to worship him. So if, when we talk about that structure, if the man is worshiping God, the woman should be, they say pleasing her man 
or whatever, whatever word they want to use. I'm just going to say the, the woman is, 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 is right, right below, but she's not really right, right below. And I, See, I, just now, don't I, think, I think that's still a misconception. No, it, it, because, you know, there, there's terminology or even sayings like back in the day, behind every good man, there's a good woman. And I can they brought it forward. That. They brought it forward, I think, in the 90s to say, beside every good man, there's a good woman. If you think about anything major that has happened in life, starting with Adam and Eve, nothing major movements have happened without a man and a woman, a married couple. The only nothing has who, happened. The only people who have a problem with this, I mean, to tell you the truth, and again, I feel, I feel everybody, whatever your belief system is, hey, it's, that's you. And I, I, I don't take nothing from nobody, whatever their belief, belief system is. This is just, uh, but from the foundation of mankind, um, a husband and wife, again, if we can get, look at the black community. Like, I'm just going to go to the black community right ooh, now. Ooh. Because <laughs> if they was not able to break up our, the man and, and his wife, see, the children didn't matter. They broke up a man and his wife. Once they was able to do that, they were able to put all kinds of things in our community. Because mm-hmm. if you go back before, where, where did we go to... Um, uh, the the where they had the the Wall Street, Black Wall Street. The, oh, in Tulsa. Tulsa. Tulsa oh, we went mm-hmm. to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and just wanted to go see and feel the vibe on, on what was there. Those, those people were married, thriving, had businesses. Do, uh, businesses. We were we were doing what, but there we had the family structure was strong. So they had to, with, without breaking up the family structure, again, we would have, our communities would grow even stronger, mm. period. So again, the, so the family structure is so important. It don't matter what people believe in um, our belief system. Yeah, if the it, family structure is strong, no matter what you believe, w- watch our community thrive. It's been you, proven. You have to look at who benefits when we're not married, when black couples are not married, mm. who, who benefits in the community? Where is, where is that, that benefit? Because it's definitely not benefit in our community. The corporate structures benefit because now they potentially got two working personnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the government benefits because those two working personnel also are taxpayers. Uh, consumers benefit because mm-hmm. I'm assuming, or capitalism benefits like these companies because we're both consumers and, you know, we dating, so we spend exactly. lots of money. It lots, like lots, lots of money. And it also just came out that single females are the most uh, demographic now of home buyers, of home purchasers. I've seen yeah. that. Exactly. So just think about that benefit if, that, if those were married couples. It would be less because those were married couples. But you have to think about everything that they've thrown into our communities with the war on drugs and mass incarceration and uh, uh, welfare, you know, can't have a man in the home and all of that. Who benefits for us not being together? That's when we sit back and we see all the viral videos and pitting men against women and the uh, the arguments and different well, things like that. Or making women feel they don't need a man, all you know, that good stuff. I'm like, don't y'all understand that? We can't be battling each other. That's not how we're going to A man thrive. don't need a woman. A woman don't need a man. What, what, not, what is y'all talking about? That's not how we're going to thrive. That is the current thrive. message y'all it's, like the, it's like the new racism. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is. The man exactly. versus the woman. Just, it, and why? Why? Who, who does that benefit? Where, where is the benefit there? How do we... Everybody wants to talk about progress. We need to do this. <laughs> we need to do this. We need to do... We need to stop fighting and bickering. We need to stop, and we need to stop generalizing just based on your perspective, okay? I'll be honest, we, we, we've been guilty of that, that, that you know, because that also was, was gets you views and, you know, being very opinionate, opinionated <laughs> and generalizing without exception. But um, I, I do think we want to mature the conversation, which is, you know, part of the reason that we got you, you know, you guys on the show. And I want to stick with the topic of talking about uh, single women, because you mentioned that in a married woman in that situation, she's married. Her role is to serve the man, correct? Mm-hmm. So what is this? No, her role, a single woman's mission is to serve 
God. That's what I wanted to ask you. Okay, yes. so a married woman is serving A married man. woman is to serve her husband. Her husband. That is the hierarchy. Got you. You and know, so, woman. you know, when you out here serving everybody else, you know, your girls and, <laughs> you know, you got everything else. To, right. Exactly. <laughs> everybody you know, you, you get, everybody getting served. You know, you out here serving everybody else. And then you wonder, why am I single or why I don't have a man? But there's so many happily single people out here who really don't know what they want. What a quotation marks. Why you, you do you believe that a woman can be single long term and stay happy? I believe trust me. Yeah, hey, you better throw that damn quotation back on there. I was going to say I was going to Do you say, believe that a single woman can be <laughs> happy long? Happy. Can a can a woman can can a woman be single for a long term in her be long term single in her life and be happy because a lot of what you hear a lot of single women saying is Maybe I want to be single. I want to. I don't want to deal with all of that. I don't want to deal with a man. Is that possible? Think. I think that you can be single and happy because there are certain things that are inside of us. If you are honest with yourself, I think it's possible if if you're good with yourself. I but personally that's why I think it's possible. If, I've never seen it. If, and I've seen I, lots I'm, of. I've seen lots of single bruh. women. But, but we I all mean, got them in our life. I'm going to say there's a caveat to that though. We weren't meant to be single. Well, even when we were created. We weren't created to be single. I, we definitely believe that. So there is a longing for companionship that's instilled in us. It's a it's it's a, one of the basic needs of life. Exactly. It, it's, it's about seven. I think it's seven or eight blue it, zones in the world. These are where people live live to centurions. People live forever. Is it one there, of the main there, things? Yes. Is community. Okay. There is a longing inside of us because we were not created that way. And you even get like sixty-seven year olds. I'm speaking from experience. Sixty-seven year olds going to these single functions because they want companionship mm -hmm. in nursing homes. They want companionship. You know, you could be, you can live in a nursing home forever and be single you're going and to just want be happy, you know, but they want companionship. You're going to want companionship, but can you be just okay with being by yourself? I believe you can, if you're okay with yourself again, even in a marriage, that's why I bring, that's why I brought that up. It's because once I learned how to be okay with myself, I was okay with my marriage. I feel everybody needs companionship because mm -hmm. that's how we were created. That's how we period. were created. I don't think that mm -hmm. nobody on the face of this earth was created without compassion. I ain't going to get into some other stuff that I was about to just get into with the uh, priest. Right. Right? Right. I'm saying, you know, everybody needs companionship. How you do it or where you... Think that it's okay to go get it and everything might be jacked up, but everybody yeah. needs companionship. And, and we have know, to say this because I mean, cut y'all. We have to say this because we do work as uh, as well. We're certified Georgia certified prison volunteers, so we also go into the prisons and we've done this for like ten years, over ten years, and different things like that. A lot of these prison relationships are created and happen because we are created for companionship and, 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 and people long for companionship that's right. behind those bars. And so, so even people who say that they're gay, they, it's, they still long for that companionship. They still, it's or not the about being by themselves. not and they just do it because they doing time. They long for that Ooh, companionship. Don't be talking about girl. I'm not talking about You ain't nobody. talking about them no more. I'm not talking about nobody. <laughs> you talking about them no. jokers <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. So, so, so me personally, with my experience, uh, I, I prefer you know people who are, are spiritually grounded. So you talk about this single woman, and I'm assuming a single man should be serving God as well, right? Oh, most definitely. One hundred. Why? And and if you want to ask why, because somebody's like, why a person need to be serving God? Because then the person would know that you have some discipline in your life. You got discipline. You 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 grounded. You probably got a lot of those insecurities out the way because you know you got this God affirming you on a daily basis. It's a lot of great things exactly to serving God. So, my question is, um, when do you think a woman should be looking for a husband? At what age? There's no age. Okay. Let's let okay. Let's well, let's, let's, well, let's scratch is there an that. Ideal age. Thing. Let's scratch that. <laughs> there's no age. There, she there's can't no be age. three years old. No, she can't. No, 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 no. I'm saying, he said. He said. Oh, you know when someone gets to be the age where they may think that they want to get like married. Eighteen. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah, someone eighteen versus <laughs> someone. Just good age. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, or, or versus someone who's versus someone who's thirty. You mm. know, you you can't say that. You can't say I that. Mean, you can't. At what you, age you, should you, a legally consenting yeah. adult female <laughs> okay. be looking to find a husband? I mean, I don't think sixty makes much sense. I mean, I think it makes sense to be 
Did he just oh, say wait, 60? Let, let, yeah, let, he said 60. Let's that's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, think, I think it should be wise counsel on when, they should, when you should start transitioning to go to this next place of servitude in your life, this yeah. next level, the ultimate Younger test. Younger than 30, right? When, you, said when, the, you said it's the ultimate test. When, <laughs> when do you sign up to take the test? When you are ready to make I, we, if it we, because if you still stuck on I, me, 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 you know, no, you, you're not ready. You're not well, ready. See, I find that, you know, women my age, I'm 34 years old, I see a lot of stuck on I. That's that's my experience. <laughs> a lot of stuck on I. And my thought is, right, because, and, you know, we'll get, we get women come up to all this all the time. They're like, I'm Ryan, sure. Ryan, why are you doing women on age like that? Why are you doing, why are you saying that stuff? And it's like, yo, listen, I think that if you would have did X, Y, Z, you know, maybe some years back, you might be in a different position. Because when they, because actually, from what we see, women typically, you know, married, people get married later in general now, mm-hmm. nowadays. So what happens is typically people forego those early years, right? Mm-hmm. So I honestly understand why the men forego the years, believe it or not, especially as mostly society is putting the pressure on us to provide. It take you a while to get your money right because high school and college do not teach you how to get no money. So we have burnt all of those years really just in foolish, you know, randomness. And now in our 20s, we got to really focus and hunker down, get our vision right, get our money right. And that take about a good decade for most guys. And that's guys who's really got some some things going for themselves, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you're, you're speaking truth. Now, the thing about it for the ladies, though... Ladies do have to still be able to provide for themselves and they got to be able to pay, pay their bills at bare minimum because we got to survive. This is capitalism. But what happens is ladies, you know, they're starting to get more serious or wanting marriage later in their 30s. The guys who are getting older, probably, you know, they're in their 30s, 35 years old. You know, they're wanting to now potentially get married and you know, what kind of women are they potentially sourcing? They probably sourcing women who are of the, maybe in their, tw- in their 20s. So the thing about it is, it's like, would it not be more beneficial if, for women, if they decided in their 20s to actually go about making that decision to transition into that lifestyle? Not necessarily, and I'm going to use, because uh, you said a lot here, so I'm going to have to break it down. We got to back it up and gonna break get it down. on this one, I can tell. Yeah, we got to back it up. And, <laughs> we got to back it up and break it down. I'm going to use a term, as my Christian brothers and sisters do, um, equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Equally yoked. The Christian, uh, the Christian brothers use that one, huh? Yeah, my they Christian brothers and they sisters, do, they, they love, love that one. one. Yeah, love that one. That, yeah, equally yoked. Um, there's a lot of women today that are, doing the education thing. There's way more women. I like that, the edu- education thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's way That's more women that it. are educated than men. Let's just say black women. Yep. That have way more education than black men. Black men are coming up, but it's still taking a minute because black men were the ones that had to take over their households when their fathers weren't there. And these single mother households, you know, either their father just left, wasn't there, raised by a single mother, maybe incarcerated, or Mm. whatever happened with the father, the male had to provide. So they've been in that provisionary role for such a long time for their families that maybe now they're just getting themselves together where their mother is okay and everything. So they have to get themselves together and they have to, you know, get some substance to be able to present themselves as marriage material, Mm. okay? So you have a lot of people that are out here now unequally yoked Mm -hmm. and aren't looking at uh, maybe a 34-year-old female is not the same as a 34-year-old male. You're in different spaces. She didn't travel 15 countries. You know, she didn't got education. She got her bachelor's, master's, and everything else where the male hasn't been able to do that. He hasn't had that opportunity you know, and I able mean, to we, do we that. We meet them all over, though. Wherever we go, we meet the the millennials and the, the Gen Z's. Now, I mean, yeah. when I I don't meet people my age when I'm uh, traveling abroad a lot. I meet y'all, right? Right. I've been looking at y'all in the face. Like, well, yeah, where, we didn't get to do that. We didn't get to do that. with you know our age. So 
that's how we are in the 21st century as far as that is concerned. So you have to go back to that quote again. You have to find someone who's equally yoked. Maybe if she does have her master's, bachelor's, and different things like that, and maybe if the brother is trying to do entrepreneurship, you know, they can come together and create something. Once again, we have to remember that the marriage is not about you got more than me. The marriage is not, but you can be equally yoked spiritually. You could be equally yoked, you know, on a mission. I'm just but saying if this it's... woman, if this woman for per se, she goes out there and she starts, you know, uh, retrieving this substance. I mean, more than likely, if she's full of substance, she's going to be married well before the age of 35. Would you agree? No. Really? No, no, not necessarily. Because look at her pool. Look at, look at her pool of options. Interesting. Yeah, okay. So she, when you okay. say substance, do you mean money? Hey, no, no, if she, no. If money, she, I was going to say, yeah. Well, if, what if we're she, seeing is, is just not happening. If, if, she, if she is marriage material and she is stacked, looking like, and trust me, we know. We know, supposed to, she is stacked. Her pool may not be, you know, what she's looking for. I mean, they may not even qualify, you know, for her. Oh, it's small. So this is right. This it's is where we say exactly. Here. This is where we say that people are going to have to look at other qualities as far as marriage is concerned, because somebody else can bring something to the table. I married this dude. He was broke. Hmm? He I was, was broke. never was broke. broke. <laughs> <laughs> you were. He was. The bank account was just a little low. He, oh, he I was, was willing and dealing, bro. I had my yeah. own car. I had my own yeah, money. He had a couple of things, hmm? but he but he was marriage material. He had character. He had those characteristics and potential that I knew that this is the guy. Plus, so you was checking plus me out. Plus, I wasn't checking you oh, out. You were checking me plus out. Plus, what he said to me when we went because we just got married. Oh God, I'm dating myself. Um, we went to uh, the military base. They did our blood test. They don't even do that no more. They don't even do that no more. But we suggest people go get your STI. Before sex, marriage, all of that. Before Both. anything, all of that. bro. You know? <laughs> the, the stuff that's going around in the atmosphere, I don't see why they don't still do it. Exactly. Matter of fact, I be telling people, I be telling brothers all the time, hey, bro, get go do a blood test. Yeah, you yeah. need to know what that's you're it. dealing with. Exactly. See, okay. With marriage, we throw out a lot of the basic. Need fundamentals, to know stuff, fundamentals, right? and then no, go get a blood test. Want to talk stuff or crap or get on social Don't media just trust somebody. with a video like this is what happened to me. Like why didn't you do this before? You trust somebody so if anyway, you want. So you walk around with a soul on your lip. But Ooh. anyway, back to the blood test. So we went to the military base. We got our blood test done. We went to a small quarters, just a small little chapel, pastor, whatever. Quarter, he didn't, that sounded like a slave quarter He didn't feel, he didn't, did he didn't want to, the pastor didn't want to marry us unless he gave us some type of premarital counseling. That's why we suggest everybody. We do premarital counseling and we suggest hey, everybody. quit just getting married I, off of when, if, uh, that's fine if you want to do that, but it might be hard. I, we suggest premarital counseling. So Period. premarital counseling Period. is good. Oh, well, definitely. Let me, what, what, what? Okay. Let me finish the marriage story. So before we went in, he says to me, we get out the car, and he says to me, are you sure you want to do this? Sure you want to do this? We're 21 years old. Sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah. He said, because when I get married, it's forever. Forever. So I didn't to put me, a depends on there? Yeah. It's I meant to, to me, say it depends. At 21 years old, saying that to <laughs> me, that was commitment. And that's what I as far as what he is concerned, and he has committed to that. Every no matter what we've been through, he's stuck with that. Woo, I done been through some stuff. That, ain't that, that that commitment has been there of us working it out. You know, people want to have the vows and all the good type of stuff. You know, uh, better, or worse, richer or poor. <laughs> Trust me, we didn't been both <laughs> richer or poor. Sickness, I all ain't that. never he, been post. He's Excuse been committed me. through it all. Did I have little funds coming in? Now back to premarital counseling. 99% of all the couples that we have counseled did not have premarital counseling. Mm. Interesting. So premarital counseling is good. What about premarital sex? That depends on the couple. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I can't. We I can't ain't sit responsible for exactly. what you do and exactly. don't do. We, yeah, we're but not. You, ain't gonna, you, <laughs> I, you know, I've met people who base getting married on good sex, right? Mm. Good sex ain't gonna save your marriage. Good sex ain't so gonna sustain your marriage. If 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 that's a pre basis <laughs> for why uh, 
And look, I'm only going by what people said, right? <laughs> they 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 actually were doing this because they wanted to know that it was going to be a good fit, all that good stuff. Um, again, the sex in the marriage, everything changed. I'm gonna tell everybody this: yeah. if you ain't heard nothing else I said, everything changes in a marriage. It sure does, including sex. It sure does. It Wait, sure like does. it changes, yeah. like what? It could change it for good. It could change good. for bad. Change women, for our bodies go through sex. things. Exactly. It's a lot of things that women, our bodies go. You know, I ain't gonna sit here and, and, and spill out all the other stuff. But but that's the reason for marriage is for you to go through these things with each other and I'm figure it out. Spill it out because a lot of people don't get to talk mm. to thirty year marriages. Mm. So I'm well, gonna spill it out. Exactly. I'm gonna spill it out. Why folks is sitting up there arguing over 50-50 and other stuff or whatever? They ain't even got to. Menopause and prostate. They ain't even got to that part. They ain't got to that. So while you sitting up there talking about who gonna pay bills, so, who ain't gonna pay no bills, y'all ain't got to some other stuff that y'all had to work out. Like years later, 20, 30 years later. Change can change. Everything. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna change. So I, my point is, is don't you shouldn't base it off of something that's frivolous as sex. Right? So I don't so when I now hear he's people not say saying, hold up, cuz. Your folks gonna say frivolous. No, hmm? he's not saying sex is not important. Sex okay. is very it's just, important. It's just a factor, girl. Gotcha. Please of a successful marriage. Oh, bruh, bruh, bruh. Oh, we ain't got no complaint. Don't sit up there. You got no complaint. We gonna ask some sex. You ain't got no complaints over there. So I, I got a qu- I got a question too. This is interesting because I um I went on your page and I saw y'all. First of all, y'all got a long history in the game, and I even see you. You seem like you. I could tell you speak your mind uh-huh. because you got a clip pinned to the top of your Instagram page. It's pinned, so you was proud of this moment too. <laughs> Are you at the talk show? And this was at the talk show for was it like a recap for the Housewives? The Real Housewives of Atlanta. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. This seemed like it was probably the first season. Like this was like I don't even know yeah, this cast. It was. It was the very first season. Uh-huh. And I thought this was so tremendous because let's talk about that concept of housewives because now, obviously, housewives are either going to be people who the society has either uh, portrayed to be lazy women or just these very materialistic lack women who lack substance. And you went on that. You was literally raised your hand, asked the question, <laughs> and you went off on those Did women on the stage. <laughs> You went or did off. I just tell the truth? You, went, you, could, you could tell that they was a little pissed. They was like, ma'am, do you have a question? But, but long story short, you made a really good point, though, about how they were negatively portraying housewives. Uh, first of all, we have Jenny. Jenny, you're from Atlanta? Yes, ma'am, I am. What's your question? Thing. Um, I'm not a hater, first of all, but I do have some concerns. I am a housewife from Atlanta, and I've watched the show. The very first show, within the first 10 to 15 minutes, I was like, oh my gosh, this is not a true representation of how we are in Atlanta. As an African-American woman, I was like, we don't get the opportunities to have these type of shows on television. And when we do, it's always about the cribs and the bling, and there's no substance or intellect. Money cannot buy you. Money cannot buy you class, style, or intellect. People who are affluent are not having to prove that they are affluent. It's something about your character. It's something from the inside out that proves you What's are What's the affluent. question? Right. Where's your question? Do you have a question in that? Yes, I do. I feel that uh, the ladies don't seem to think that they're glorifying materialism, but do you do not think that you're glorifying being a gold digger? And I don't know if anybody in my, in my generation has ever seen housewives being done properly. As a matter of fact, when you ask women their their concept or what they think of housewives or would, would they want to be one, they get extremely insulted. I don't want to be a slave to the house. I'm not about to be stuck in the home just making babies. And this ain't no baby fact. It's, it's the, all <laughs> these concepts. But I would like you, if you could just talk <laughs> to my generation about what a housewife looks like being done properly. What does what do you what do you think of that role? Great question. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to um, thanks for bringing up that clip. Uh, yeah, I get a lot of people to ask me about that clip. Uh, first of all, I'm going to um, uh, just quantify or qualify what a housewife is. Okay, someone who takes care of the home. Mm. Okay, doesn't say you have to be boring. 
Don't say you have to sit at home all day. Because a lot of times, I mean, we travel so much, we're international speakers, so a lot of times I'm not home. Mm. You know, does not say that you have to do that. But a queen is her castle. You want to be a queen, a queen got a castle. So if you was in Wakanda or in coming to America, the queen has a castle. So you would want to be in that castle. Is that not a housewife? But she's just labeled a queen, right? Because she's in a castle. So is your home not your castle? That's why I consider my home. Been there 30 years last month. Thanks mm. to this guy right here. 30 years in the same crib. Okay? Excellent. Yeah, that's my, that's my castle. So I don't have to, to fake it, make it up, or anything like that. You see these women all across social media, stay-at-home moms making big money. Bank. Stay-at-home moms. Okay? I don't see anybody calling them like, they just, you know, nimble or, you know, meek or, you know, don't have any substance or anything like that. They balling. <laughs> they balling out at home. And the only reason that you know that is because you out there looking at them on Instagram. Now, for someone to have to put us, see, I have a problem with us being showcased in that way as far as the Atlanta Housewives is concerned. You're right. Because, number one, a lot of them weren't even housewives. They wasn't even married. They weren't even they, wives. They weren't even wives. You know, so that's a slap in my face for the years and the effort and everything that I've put in in marriage. I mean, that was just and what I that see stuff is just marriage is. Yes. That ain't what like I see marriage to be. And this is this is what you want to put up, you know, as an example or a display, you know, for a woman or for a female, especially a black female, you know, that this behavior is what a housewife is. No, we are so much more. We are so much more. And I think people need to, to value that. Reality TV is one of the things that has also come in and destroyed black marriages. Absolutely obliterated. The with media the, with in the general, image. too, especially reality with, TV in that it's way. I agree. Definitely reality TV. For sure. So tell, me, tell me why you think that. The, the imagery. The imagery. Everybody got to be a baller, boss babe. You know, they doing all of this. They don't need a man. You know, if they getting up there, they looking for a man, trying to find a man. The, the way the women are treating the, each other. I mean, the, it's, it's just. Exactly. All the fighting. That I, you know, I, I did told y'all that's at, entertainment. When I looked at some stuff with him and I would say, because well, a lot of times we can't get past one or two episodes for shows that come out like, y'all serious with this, right? I, people don't live like that. People don't talk to each other like know. that. I don't know. You know, well, so it is entertainment. I do agree with you. But entertainment at this point is very much so a part of the community and the environment. Because so, people, people want will, to imitate what they see. Yeah, and they see more of it than they probably see their and own when you, parents. When you consider it, most people growing up, they said like the best example of a father they saw was Bill Cosby, was Dr. F it was Uncle Phil. Like sometimes entertainment gets truly integrated in your vision, is in, in your lifestyle and who you even want to be and how the family you want to create. So unfortunately... If those are not the examples, especially people who already got bad examples in their own households, right. mm -hmm. if this is not what they're aspiring to be, the best relationship they see is the housewives because, I mean, technically, it's a family. they rich, but all of this toxicity. Now, you know you got a paragraph that. I mean, okay, they're, you got a paragraph go that. They're rich. <laughs> <laughs> but this is now, that's the the housewives of Atlanta. That's that's the new Bill Cosby. It's the new model. They invited us on there, but we we definitely chose after talking to the producers that she was the only one going to speak, right? Because we weren't. He didn't want to exactly. He didn't, didn't want to make it seem like this, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of times, it just needs to be a woman speaking a woman, woman to woman, and that's what that was to me because uh, his male voice didn't need to interject as far as what he said to make it seem like he was female bashing, but they needed to hear it from but a you're woman. Right. The point and is, and that, just to give a little, just to give a little feedback as far as what happened after that clip. Um, Nene actually came up to me, hugged me, and said she agreed with what I said. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to Nene. Yeah. It's been a few seasons <laughs> since, so we, we don't know if she still agrees. She, she, you know, she actually just, I actually, it just came out that Nene just said she's not, she like kind of, she, 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 she stepped she, away from wow. She backed away. Tamar has backed away from Tamar Braxton has backed away because they don't like how they're being portrayed, portrayed, you know, as far as reality TV is concerned. People can go back to the 80s and see all the wholesome uh, family shows that we had from Family Matters to um, uh, Fresh don't, Prince. Don't mention James the, Evans. The comedy now. show. But that, James Evans said he's going to slap a, that, a muzzle on Mad Dog. That was the 70s, though, but that's what I saw in him. 
James, James might have been poor, but James had character. James, had, James going on up yeah, here. He might have been poor. You know, James was always trying to get I that foreman job. I wasn't trying to job. beat up no he alderman. Was, he was trying to get that foreman job, right? But he he had character. That's good times he, for y'all. That's, that's that's just a little loss on what's going on. Exactly. Y'all didn't grow up with that, right? Right. He he protected his family. He loved his wife. He raised and disciplined of his integrity children. He did whatever sure. he, he had could. Integrity. He was a man his of character. Exactly, exactly. And I think people need to look at that. That's marriage material, you know. And mm. instead of trying to see somebody as a baller, like you know, I think I think I saw something and I I I I bookmarked it on Instagram a couple the days ago. The girl said, if you ain't got a million dollar insurance policy for her, she, no, $100,000, she ain't marrying you. That's what I was about to bring up. I saw I saw a clip on hey, bro, Instagram. I ain't giving nobody no insurance policy on me to marry me. Oh, uh, oh uh, the insurance policy on on yourself for her. Someone that we talked to about looking for marriage, yeah. On you before <laughs> yeah. she married you, bro. So she need to be a beneficiary. Right, right, right. I saw a clip a couple days ago. A, a, a couple days ago on Instagram, and I bookmarked it, that this sister was talking about her qualities as far as marriage is concerned, and the brother was like, don't say it, don't say it. Like, he need to make, you know, six figures or whatever. She said $650,000, okay? Now, we already know that this child does not read financial literature. Right. Because she would not be saying that. First of all, there's only like 2.5% of people that make over six figures in this country. It, it's not, not even many. a lot of people. Now, if you break that down into you demographics. You want to talk about her pool of people? Exactly. If you break Slim. that down into demographics, how many black people do you think that's going to be? So if you ain't marrying a, a baller, and a lot of ballers don't even make that. First string on NFL does not make 650000 a year, okay? Mm. You're a basketball player or a uh, 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 someone in an entertainment business or something like that. 650000 Really? It'd just be me and Tyshawn got to choose from, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't want to. Right. <laughs> Not sure. Not sure. So I actually got an issue with y'all, too. I wanted to talk to y'all about this because, you know, speaking of y'all social media, I was very upset because I just seen it this morning. Jenny, you actually ruined, for me, one of my favorite people that's been going viral online recently. I don't know the young lady's name. Let me the, tell you, it's the, the, the one that's pretending to be Muslim. It's the, okay. first off, I didn't know she was a fake until you just. Let me tell you, I, I, listen, listen when, I, when I watched the first video of her, I said, "I'm converting." Yeah, me too. I'm like, yo, I need to be Muslim today. That's why she did it. That's why she did it to bring those views and likes in and to make y'all think. Now, I don't know if she's not Muslim. I think that maybe she is, but she is a comedian. And oh. she was trying to bring, you know, she was using the platform, her and her husband both, you know, because wow. he was the one asking her the questions. If you ever seen any of her videos and asking the question, that was him behind the camera asking her those questions. Now, the videos, clips that you showed, I was like, okay, this kind of weird or like I couldn't imagine, you know, this didn't seem like it was real. Hold on, wait, for, so just for context, guys, there's been a lady that's a Muslim lady who's been going viral for giving her perspective on what women should be doing now in order to please their her uh, their husbands in this day and age, and she's been portraying herself as a Muslim. I don't know if she is a Muslim, but just so you guys know, this is what we discussing. But go ahead. Yeah. So you know, I've I've only seen the video. Well, I don't say I only seen the videos that I like, but the ones that you show, I had not seen those, so those oh, seem okay. more comical to me. Okay. And then they were inappropriate as well, you yeah. know. But the ones that I saw. The ones that are, I think, probably the most viral. I, I thought those were some pretty. We good actually ideas reposted yeah. one of them on yeah, our page. I, 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 think I, it, it, I think you guys are probably talking about about my husband does everything for me. So please, your husband is that the one? Well, that, like, my husband is my boss. My husband yeah. is my boss. Yeah. 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 My husband yeah. is my boss. Yeah. Younger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Younger. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I, well, you know, <laughs> actually, her uh, satire has backfired on her because somebody in our Facebook family just uh, notified me and let me know that uh, they pulled her video from TikTok that her account got banned. Wow. So don't play. <laughs> I can see TikTok don't play. Yeah, I, I, that makes sense. TikTok yeah. is like anything about relationships, anything that can be considered misogyny, anything that can be considered making woman not equal to man. And that's religious play mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. So that's that she she was in treacherous territories. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I can see that. And that so what you're saying is that mindset is not representative 
of the Muslim mindset, which pretty much you went ahead and, and spoke against it, which... What, what happens, and I'm just going to speak, and there's some Christians and definitely Jewish people who believe along these lines as well, but I'm just going to speak from an Islamic perspective. What happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. I like I ain't that. telling like y'all my Stays in the bedroom. It is not all for everybody. It's not for social media. It, it's not, you know, whatever. Whatever, how everything is going down, it stays in the bedroom. I like that. I Period. like that. That's how it should be. I agree with that. I mean, I why, why does that even have to be? We live in such a, a messed up culture. It's like, they got to be solely Islamic. <laughs> like, why is that not just cultural norms that a woman doesn't go on a platform of Instagram with 700 million users and talk about her sex life? Well, because if, Ma- if a even woman a man can't do is that, that right, if, if you tell a woman not to do that, that's considered slut shaming, right? Slut shaming. Slut shaming, misogyny. Misogyny. You know, like you, right. a woman can't talk about, you know, her experiences I or mean, different things wow. like that. This, yeah. it's, it's just yeah. unbelievable. But it's, what you, you know, it's, it's certain things that we have in Islam that's called etiquettes. But I don't care. I just and, tell you what it um, is. Yeah, we tried to abide by those etiquettes and she stepped outside the line. Let, let, let me ask you <laughs> this before we close out now because we just hit an hour. So I, w- I want to close out on this wow, one. Wow, that was fast. This is <laughs> a good yeah, conversation. Good conversation. <laughs> We talk about this on a lot of shows, but I want to hear you an OG perspective to this because in the Quran it does um, speak a, and, and it's a bit open to polygyny, right? Yes. And a man can have up to four wives. Yes. Now, is this something that... Not in my marriage, but okay. Okay. So is this something that... You just kind of answered my question. But <laughs> I was going to ask, is everybody open to this or do you have to be open to the conversation if your husband brings it to you, or is that just pretty much per the relationship or per the couple? You let, let me speak first because well, I know you finna attack nah, it. I'm not, I'm, I'm just he was like, I was gonna talk it. to you about my wife, my yeah. this new wife tomorrow. Yeah, well, you attack it. Okay, okay, oh, no, bro, okay. I, I, I was just gonna say I can't do another one. I'm good with this one. There are um, there are uh, several things that are permissible within Islam. And it's a conversation. I got to buy two more houses. It's a conversation between the couples. Because all the conversations and what you may see on social media with people with polygamy and different things like that, those are not the rules as far as Islam is concerned. You have to be just to another wife or all wives. Mm -hmm. Means that you have to treat them justly. If you got four, you got to have four houses. Exactly. You have to be financially able to support. It's all wives. good. So like, so like Nick Cannon. <laughs> now, now you already see. You know, I, I pull back on saying something to him because I said I, I comment on an Entertainment Tonight post, whatever, and I got like over a thousand like likes on my comment. Like, I need to really stop talking. My thing was the the time would tell with Nick Cannon mm-hmm. will be how his children speak about him. Mm-hmm. And That's he's already, before the last child, is already saying he wished he didn't have so many because it's time. Well, you let's, know? Let's, so, let's talk about the Quran, so, though. So even though you are financially able to support these children, you're not emotionally but, but able see, to support these children. But see, God, you don't have the time to support these children. God knows, when we, when we speak about the Quran, see, God knows better than we know ourselves. So even when God said, hey, if, if you can do it and do it right and be equal to these women, go ahead and do it. But he says, and which I believe God, he's, he told me one was best for me if I only knew. He had to say nothing else. After I lived with her, I knew. Well, I only and, want to deal with one. And when you that. see so many divorces just between monogamous couples, mm. it makes sense. You can't even handle one marriage. But you can do it. Are you trying to do more? I don't want no Muslim saying, "Hey, the brother, y'all, y'all trying." I ain't talking down about polygamy. I'm talking. To, I'm talking down about how we do it in our community. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's, we let's can't work on do trying it to get one and marriage. have all four wives up under one house and think we doing just. And let's try to work on getting one marriage right. Yeah, let's just for guys, let's focus on one in the side <laughs> chick. Let's get one down. If we can't do one in the side chick, don't talk about no <laughs> you can't, yeah. I'm you just can't doing one. <laughs> I like y'all, man. I like y'all bring that energy. No, y'all bring that yeah, energy. Thanks for having Listen, us. Definitely. I absolutely loved and enjoyed you guys' energy. You guys got some great wisdom for our people. You guys got some great programs for our people. You got a great book for our people. So please tell my people right there in that camera. 
surviving marriage in the 21st century 13 easy tips that can help you get to 20 years and beyond and actually this month it's 10 years since we printed it, guys. It sold over 200,000 copies. You can get autographed copies, copies on our web store, on, on Amazon, any of our other books. We also do premarital counseling, and we have a podcast, Surviving Marriage Podcast, where we give a lot of wisdom and marriage tips and different things like that. You guys don't get conversations like the ones that we're having. So if you are actually trying to get into marriage, know what marriage material is. If you're tired of hearing about the, you know, uh, he ain't this. Men ain't that, you know, 50-50, gender roles. If you're tired of hearing about all of that and want to get into real in-depth day after day after day, what is it going to take for me to sustain a I marriage? I can't give you nothing but 100% real. Exactly. Mm. We give it to you real. Let me I tell like you, first that. of all, I want to watch the damn podcast now after hearing <laughs> yeah. that. So listen, we need some young, young women converted to respectable young ladies. Absolutely. They're having trouble. Absolutely. And some of these men, some of these weak men. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Convert need, them. Right. They need help. <laughs> Desperately. Hey, so listen, y'all. First of all, thank you guys so much for coming on here and blessing us again with your wise wisdom. Thanks for having us. And thank you guys for tuning into another episode of Hardly Initiated. We are out. <laughs>